Back up, please. Hello and welcome to Indicast episode number 211. I'm your host Aditya and along with me I have Abhishek. Hello everyone. And we start this episode after a few years, after a few seasons. Yes, it has started raining finally for the first time in two it years, started- three years. A little bit, not not too much. Yeah, because I hear that you guys were getting completely boiled out there. You guys, now it's all changed. You, you India, as a Canadian. You guys, Aditya, Aditya is now a Canadian. I <laughs> I wasn't going through it. That's why it That's was you. Guys. You feel our pain. I know that. Yeah, I feel your pain. I feel your pain. You. But then you, but then I don't really feel bad for you because I go through the extreme weather in winter. So you know, I don't feel that bad for that you. Bad. Yeah. What What do you have this week? We have Brexit. which is raghuram rajan exit we are going to be talking about uh, india's nsg dreams that is nuclear supplies group then let's talk about trump a little bit then we'll talk about brexit which is britain leaving kumble being the coach and then mohammad ali passing away yes. uh, so a lot of things to talk about absolutely let's let's get cracking with one of uh, the not so happening news in in india right now about raghuram rajan being asked to leave forced to leave resigning Uh, under very dubious circumstances is it really he is the first uh, governor since 92 not to have been given a five year term that is a two year extension after the first three years he is a man of his uh, words you see his speeches uh, he doesn't seem to be shackled by any control from the government that's how it should be but although the government according to some 1934 act the government has control over the reserve bank of india so i think not everybody liked him and you must have read about uh, the comments from bjp ministers about he not being quote unquote mentally not fully indian because of his international career he is on leave from the university of chicago these all these comments were made by swami guy correct he is he is also well educated by the way not not that he is just he's a harvard guy exactly. by the way yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. but that guy i don't know whether we should be taking seriously or not <laughs> so let's let's go back to the time when he actually started he was appointed by uka back in 2013 so insiders apparently based on the articles that i have read say his staff members were were first of all really happy working with him never have never have they worked with a boss who had the credibility that is required to back up what he's saying or the decisions that he's making in terms of the monetary policy i mean remember this guy actually predicted the 2008 crisis yes yes and and talking about how he is as a man as a professional recently had met a journalist who has interviewed him a bunch of times he says that he's one of the most down to earth guys he's ever met and super intelligent another journalist said that he's the only governor who did not want to have a set of questions vetted before the journalist walks into the room so he was happy to talk about any subject and uh, as you said he predicted the subprime crisis before it happened that that journalist that i was talking to you about he was surprised as this guy gets his own water i mean he he would walk up to the cooler and get it for himself and when his colleague next door would not allow other people in the lift when he was uh, going up because you know he <laughs> things like that so yeah. and i think there was one picture that had gone viral where he salutes a policeman he salutes back at a policeman when a policeman salutes him so my question is there have been so many governors come in and go uh, i'm pretty sure they did an okay job there were people who got us out of the 1991 crisis but never has there been so much hue and cry about the governor leaving so what is it about this guy why are so many common people who don't understand how rbi works i don't understand how rbi works why are they interested 
when he walked in he walked in with such a lot of expectations and he seems to have delivered on many counts and secondly i think it helps when you have somebody uh, who, who's presentable too and he's a brilliant storyteller when he talks in the public people love to listen when a 6 year old asked him a question about high interest rates at a school he gave a beautiful 2 minute answer i look it up and see if i can plug it in he never backed off he had a brilliant sense of humor when he when he came in rupee was down back in 2013 the americans said that they are going to increase interest rates so because of which all the money that was in emerging markets like india it fled to the us he came in he's rained down inflation from 10% to 5.4% now so of course there are other reasons commodity prices fell so he was a little lucky things things exactly. fell in place one of the key things that he did is he's he's forced the public sector banks to write off bad debts of billions of dollars which have accumulated that no other governor has dared to do you know 70% of all bad loans come from public sector banks which directly report to the government and tycoons are not too happy about it because unka kya tha you you take loans and then forget about it but this guy wants them to write write it off and government i don't think likes that yeah absolutely and and i think that is the biggest point that more than the political angle uh, seems to have played a bigger role in my mind for him being forced out because he asked all these banks to disclose their non performing assets and bad debts so that is the current state that we are in however it's a very bad time for him to be leaving there are so many things that are going to be happening britain's exit from eu is going to happen we don't know how the world is going to react we need again someone with international experience would have been great at this point the american presidential elections is around the corner so if if there's donald trump who comes up we have no idea how the markets will react or how things work politically as well so he recently said hey listen i'm reading the newspapers and they're writing about me as if i'm no more don't write me off i'm going to be around i'm going to be visiting this country and the one common thread across these articles is how handsome he is i mean shobha day is shobha day's column was completely uh, you know soft core uh, <laughs> it, it's even undas pai in three different paragraphs he talks about how handsome he was and his chiseled jaw and what not i'm like what dude what are you talking about what are you focusing on really would we write something like this about a female a bureaucrat oh. and and if you did you will be brought down All right, all right. So who's who's next? Who is set to take up his job? A few names that I got were Arundhati Bhattacharya, who is the current MD of State Bank of India. Subir Gokarn, he is ex deputy governor of RBI itself and is currently on IMF board. Arvind Subramaniam, he is a chief economic advisor currently. Urjit Patel, who is the uh, deputy governor at RBI right now. Arvind Panagariya, he is uh, with Niti Aayog, and then Kaushik Basu is the big. name he is a chief economist at the world bank let's see what what's going to happen when is that announcement supposed to happen about of the new rbi government he still has 2 months to go when i i resigned there was a 2 month handover for my position yes. knowledge this is the governor knowledge. of the reserve yeah, bank of is, india this should be some overlap i think now but at the same time you remember when christine lagarde took over the imf i forget the name who who was the head there he was sacked because of sexual harassment charges overnight there was no handover yeah. there and the world did not stop anyway what's next india's dreams about being part of the nuclear suppliers group what's the big deal about this yes so what's that about what is the nuclear suppliers group aditya in layman's terms it is this small 
not small. There are 48 members of this nuclear supplier group and they can freely exchange nuclear technology amongst each other and have signed off on the nuclear non-proliferation treaty. It's basically a club which signs off on how much nuclear technology you can have or develop in your country. Is that is that a fair description? Yes. In other words... <laughs> when you say in other, in other words, words, that means that... <laughs> no, 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 that's right. So these countries can use nuclear power judiciously and not for the purpose of making bombs. And at the same time, they can help each other in advancing their nuclear needs, whether it's electricity or uh, other things. And if you are not a member of this uh, elite group, then you are stuck with whatever homegrown technology that you have. So there are no exchange of ideas, technology and all of that. And India is not yeah. part of this group. I think I, I said the same thing and I was just about a minute. It, I took that much longer. Go on. Yeah. I, I think you just said the same. But, yes. uh, <laughs> and this group was formed. It has an India connection too. Right. It was formed back in 1974 as, as, as a response to the 1974 Parmanu bomb ka istamal jab and it was I think the first time people realized that a non-weapon specific technology could be used to turn into a bomb that's when they started scratching their heads that we should get some you know a group going which will stop that yeah and, and even one country can veto an entry all 48 members need to say yes for India to be a part of it which is how these big you know groups work somehow same thing with the EU I think European Union. If you want to be part of that, everybody has to say yes. That's crazy, right? Getting so. Think about the lobbying that is required. Yes. And now, when we think about why does Modi keep on flying to all these other countries, it's to do all these sort of things. So, US, UK, they support, and France, they support India's participation or membership in NSG. However, China is opposing it. China is saying, okay, India can come in, but then we'll have to let in Pakistan too. Now, the relationship here is that China is a major supplier to Pakistan. Pakistan's AQ Khan had leaked nuclear technology or nuclear details to China and to North Korea. Let's see what happens. All right, let's, so let's move on to the next one and let's talk about Mr. Donald Trump. And oh, yes. you seem to be pumped to talk about Donald Trump. The Donald, uh, as he's called yeah. in the US. The but Donald. He's going to make America great again. The man who's going to make uh, America great again tweets that thanks for the congrats for having uh, predicted uh, such mass shootings after the Orlando killing happened. Why are we talking about him? It's ironic that how a guy who was a joke a year ago now is the primary candidate for the presidential elections from the Republican Party. Some of the things that he said, Aditya, I mean, I can't see an Indian equivalent here. For, I mean, for things that he has said publicly, you'll probably get fired from your job. Mexican crossing the borders, he said they are rapists. He, he, he's probably said this a million times that he'll pay Mexicans to pay for the wall. And I think the, the head of the country, uh, the head of Mexico said, I'm not paying for that freaking wall. He, basically, he had, to, he had to respond to it. He had to respond to that, that comment. He, he actually cursed. He actually said, a former president actually said, there is no fucking way we are paying for <laughs> exactly. Uh, so he, he said he'll have a blanket ban on Muslims entering America, but an exception will be made to the new London mayor, who's also a, a Muslim. He encourages torture, waterboarding is like, oh yes, let's do it. He recently said we should kill all the families of terrorists, whether they are good or bad. And uh, th this is in the context of Brussels bomber, whose brother will represent Belgium in the Olympics, by the way. There is a magazine or online magazine called Politico, which fact-checked everything that Donald Trump had said. They found that one out of three things that he says was plain wrong. 
meaning his facts were wrong <laughs> Fact, for example correct. some 100 years ago he said american soldiers in philippines that dipped the ammunition in pig's blood before executing muslim rebels i mean historians say this is plain hogwash the other portion is people who were abusing him about a year back are now backing him and they have to go to these big guys right seeking support so that they can swing people yeah. to vote for them back on january 30 uh, new jersey's governor said a crisis for donald is when his favorite restaurant on the upper east street is not open and later the same man said there is no one better prepared to provide america with the strong leadership that it needs both at home and around the world than donald trump and and bobby jindal yeah. said you know but you, do you know why donald trump hasn't read the bible because he's not in it not. and in september 2005 he said i think electing donald trump would be the second worst thing that we could be doing this november better only than electing hillary clinton so people have on multiple occasions asked him questions about foreign policy right yes, and yes. things like how would you deal with russia and his answer is like oh i think i'll get along great with putin and then he recently made a comment where he said pakistan is holding one of our citizens prisoners and and his response to that was oh, i'll get on phone call and i'll get him out in 2 minutes and then pakistan's minister of interior he came out and said dude you know we are a nation we are a sovereign nation it doesn't happen like that i don't know so let's see let's see right now just the fact that trump is presidential election has embarrassed everyone i know from from the us but but you'll be surprised aditya i have got people here who are gunning for him they would have voted for him had they been in america sadly because of these terrorists which turn out to be islamists extremists that is helping trump trump is you know stoking that so economists did a whole report on trump even before he was he got the nomination republican nomination on how that he is a real candidate and if there is a big terrorist attack that happens just before the election it's highly likely that he will win he talks things that people are thinking but are too afraid to say people will just vote for him at the moment though he's he's trailing hillary according to the so called research and polls but but that is a long way to go. long way to go yeah yeah All right so you want to head on to the next topic uh, and let's talk sports this time so and the topic that we have first one is Kumble Kumble being named the coach for India senior team in cricket and a coach is being named for the first time after Kapil Dev was the coach for India so far in the interim there have been all sorts of designations that have been used including Ravi Shastri who was called the team director In 2007 World Cup uh, we didn't even have a coach when we won that uh, T20 World Cup it was just Dhoni yeah and i think it was Madan Lal was accompanying the team as a team manager and you mentioned Kumble being the first coach uh, since 2000 that's since Kapil Dev was a first indian coach after Kapil Dev John Wright was a coach wasn't he uh, so was Gary Kirsten even his appointment like all appointments uh, in BC with BCCI is not without controversy Uh, he was not among the 21 names that were shortlisted he was put in later and uh, a couple of uh, other uh, criteria were removed after his name was put in like one was that you should have some experience in coaching certain league coach yeah. yeah so he hasn't coached before except having two stints as a mentor in the IPL for royal challengers i think uh, his name was asked to be included by an advisory panel which consists of ganguly sachin tendulkar there was a third vvs lakshman completely unbiased set of uh, individuals <laughs> there <laughs> they only probably spent around 10 15 years playing each other uh, playing, playing with, with each, each other. other yeah do you think you need experience coaching experience to be a coach uh, 
of the Indian cricket team. I definitely think you need a coaching experience in a sports context. So, so what does a coach do? His job is basically strategizing now upcoming West Indies series. You know, what should our approach be? That Kumble being a captain and given his 18 years of experience, you know, he's not just any other Indian Test player, right? He is the highest Test. wicket taker for india so he's not any other ordinary test player true he's also captained india and he's captained india during a very difficult time between dhoni and ganguly there was this very patchy period where indians needed somebody to look up to so he stepped up correct so to answer your question directly yes i think you need coaching experience but that experience can be replaced if you have done incredibly well in your sports career and performance the longer you stay you take on mentorship roles to young people which i'm sure he has done and then also temperament matters Yeah, you remember that match against Australia in Sydney, where there were at least four instances where Australians pretty much cheated through their wickets when they so Ponting grounded a ball. There were a couple of LBW decisions, and that Sunil Gavaskar yeah. that went against India. And Sunil Gavaskar went ballistic on the mic, saying this is pure cheating and all that. So when they put the mic in front of Kumble, the captain, he very plainly said there was only one team playing cricket out there. I don't know what the other was doing. One of the most <laughs> uh, you know cool-headed people that India has had. it'll be fun to have dravid as the under 19 coach this grooming talent don't you think that would be a kick ass coaching unit as such whoever the coach is when india travels abroad we've always been poor performers we've never gone on to win the test match if we have a chance between draw and win we go for a draw play it safe i think only virat kohli in 2014 against australia took them on we lost that match in the one test that he captained with kohli as the captain and kumble's attitude if that can change only then it'll be fun ah uh, yeah absolutely so let's see how kumble does i hope that he's a big success and he gets more than a year to prove himself let's move on to the next one which is unfortunately a sad one but it's about mohammad ali passing away he died on june 3rd besides being the heavyweight champion and all the good stuff the way he spoke out for what he believed in right and this goes back to how he stood up to his own government and refused to go to the vietnam war because he didn't believe in it his career actually took a hit for it and when he did that he was 25 years old in his prime another thing about him is people hated him when he was at his prime and when he would speak his mind his trash talk and all that and later after i think he was 38 when he retired slowly then people got around him what he meant what the racial integration the the thoughts that he stood for the causes that he fought for when he would be at uh, parties people would greet him as if he was the pope or dalai lama and he was called the greatest athlete of all time and he had that aura around him and i think in 1996 when he lit that olympic torch even my dad uh, switched on the tv to watch mohammad ali do that because he was that kind of an influence for people of a certain age around the world not just uh, in in his country there you go so mohammad ali there is a little bit of irish in him his great grandfather was an irishman who immigrated to united states and he settled in kentucky where he married a freed slave and one of the grandchildren was ali's mother odessa clay so his original name was is also cassius clay of course and then he adopted islam and then he took on mohammad ali so that explains the the irish humor the jab the the hi- irish humor and the jab 
and he, yes 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 of course you know joe fraser yeah. once said that i punched him so hard that it would have brought down a city but the man just stood firm something to that effect so <laughs> and similarly ali also uh, you know complimented joe fraser for not giving up until the 15 14th round i think when it wasn't a knockout but joe fraser just kept taking the blow so those two were great competitors during their during that time and uh, and some of his verbal jabs were also quite amusing you know is a handcuff lightning i've thrown thunder in jail i've murdered a rock i've wrestled alligators tussled with a whale and all of that so it was it was good fun he i think actually told one of the hot favorites that i'm going to hit him so hard i'm going to whoop his ass i think it was george foreman who later said that you know he, i love i love ali so people universally loved him for all the trash talk that he did just type in go to youtube and type in mohammed ali antics in the rings <laughs> and you can see him he's actually dancing in the ring and there is this one particular fight in where he has his hands down he's in the corner and his opponent is standing in front of him and he's just dodging his punches like crazy just dodging the punches without even trying to hit him he was that quick quick trivia since you like that the gloves that he wore to defeat liston liston was the first heavyweight champion that he defeated so the gloves that he wore actually earned him more money than the victory itself so the gloves went for $836,000 and ali for winning the fight got only $630,000 at that time yeah yeah but inflation adjusted inflation you know let's not get <laughs> yes yes absolutely yeah okay so those were the topics that we had and hopefully we'll be back next week if you're wondering whether we have a website hey 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 <laughs> we do it is www.theindicas.com where you go to get i don't know why you would go to our website honestly you just subscribe to our podcast on itunes or any other podcast directory join us on facebook there is a group that we have just look up for indicas podcast network you will find us we'll be posting this link there too that's about it bye 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 bye